Yeah, this, it's a very exciting time. I am so pumped for Thursday. Baseball's back to the spring days, warm weather, cool breeze. It is it's the perfect time of year. It swings back and forth, but maybe this will, uh, the warm will stay now for a little while. Yeah, but like in the morning, though, so it's like 30. When I walk to class, which is the most important time of the day. Let's hope so. Yeah. In other news, this is not related to MLB baseball at all, but I got a new hat, and it's the one I'm wearing right now, which our listeners cannot see. It's a Texas Longhorns hat. Uh, it's a Nike brand. It is the greatest hat I have ever owned. I got it, like, yesterday. I've been wearing it nonstop since. It has a – yeah, it has a soft bill, but it looks like a flat bill. But it has a soft bill, and when I put it on, it literally just, like, forms to my head perfectly every time. It's so comfortable. It's a mesh hat. I think we need to – we need to start making all of our hats like this. Yeah, but the bill the bill is much nicer. The bill is this is the perfect bill hat. It fits perfectly. And the whole thing just like yeah. Teams need to start doing this. If you don't know, look up uh, Texas Longhorns baseball hats. Nike, that's what if you want a good baseball hat, whatever Nike's doing, they got to figure it out. I'm going to start getting more hats like this, I think. No. Yeah, New Era has a pretty solid foundation in that, and there's a way in which they do things, but it is interesting. They do stuff in spring training that's different, and they bring out like their 4th of July hats and all those things, which are different materials and stuff. But like the actual on-field hats... They are what they are, and I don't know if you can ever really mess with that. Yeah. Right. Cloth. It's one of those things where you have to fit them perfectly, and they'll be great. And they're long-lasting, and they're, they're very solid in that manner. But it gets hard to get them to fit your head right sometimes, and find you got to find the exact size and everything. There's a lot more that goes into that. Well, one thing Nike's doing though, these uh, the Atlanta Braves City Connector these are out. 
Yeah, something like that. But it looks nice. It's a retro. It's like, it's not entirely new. It is kind of new. But a lot of the design is something that's older for them. But it looks amazing. Yeah, over the next month, is that soon? I know they're dropping, obviously, quite a few over the rest of the season. Yeah, I will say this is probably, it's not a very revolutionary thing the Braves did, just because of how similar it is to their retro jersey that they already had. But I do love it. It's, it's, it's really good. I would, I like the blue. It's not a blue that a lot of people use. It works well with the red. It's not too much red. It's, it's real nice. I don't think the Cardinals are in there yet. I'm kind of disappointed on that. Yeah, I think Pirates are next. Here we go. Six more. Come. Braves, Rangers, Mariners, Reds, Orioles, Pirates. And that'll all be done by late June. Interesting. Yeah, those are pretty small. I mean, the Mariners, Braves are going to be competitive. Orioles will have some interesting things going on. So. The other teams have cool players. With the new schedule, I'm excited to see a lot more teams come to this, play the Reds. With all the American League teams coming. Very true. All right, so today we are going to be doing season predictions. We're going to go through the divisions, list who we think is going to win each division, and what percent chance they have to win the division. And then we're going to go into our preseason awards that we gave and kind of update those, finalize them before we move into the regular season. And that'll be our season-long predictions for what we think, who's going to come out on top for all the individual awards and our World Series pick, of course. At the end of all that. You said we're starting with the National League? Okay. Talking about the toughest one. How about the National League East? Do you think all three make the playoffs? Yeah. So that'll take care of two of our wild card spots later on.
I actually want to go Phillies, personally. I think Phillies are going to come out on top here. I think Trey Turner is the perfect remedy to not having Bryce Harper. Uh, obviously, Bar- Bryce Harper is going to be an amazing boost when he comes back. But, I mean, Trey Turner is on fire right now. We saw it in the World Baseball Classic, and he got back in spring training, and he just hit another moonshot. Um, my concern with the Phillies is they lost Reese Hoskins, but I think they'll go out of the deadline and get somebody. So, I don't know. I would say it's almost 50-50 between if I think they or the Braves are going to get it. Uh, but I would lean I would lean mildly toward Philly overall because I trust their pitching depth a little bit more. I, the Braves have a lot of young starters they're going to start relying on here soon. I don't know if that's going to be year one very successful, if you will. Um, so, I mean, if I were kind of want to go through each division, just kind of like give our percentages of what we think, like how locked up it is. This division is not very locked up at all. Uh, the, the top team does not have more than a 50% chance of winning the division. No, not. I would say just, just to give Philly the edge for me personally, I would give Philly 41% and like Atlanta 39%. And then I don't even Mets whatever's left there, you know, the remaining 20%. It, Mets probably deserve a 25%, though. But it, it is. Yeah. So let's say, I mean, Mets 30% then, and then that leaves. Uh, that will give... Atlanta like a 33% and then I'll just give Philly uh, 37% personally. It's so close. Yeah. They could make a lot of noise. Could they be like Baltimore of last year? Yeah. Yeah, they're not as young. Yeah. It is rough because I don't know how much I trust their offense still. That holds me back a lot. But they have an amazing pitching staff, and pitching staff is normally what gets you through the, through the regular season. So they're going to win a lot of games because of that. Uh, but, yeah, they're the best fourth-place team in the league. Yeah, they'd probably be a second-place team in, uh, yeah, some other places, maybe a third. Um, pitching staff, like you said, is great. I don't – I can't get behind the offense, though. Other than Jazz Chisholm and Louisa Rise, I don't trust anything there but yeah it's they're gonna be a lot of fun to watch too feel gonna add for that that perspective and then i have to watch the nationals so i'm gonna be enjoying some of their games and maybe they'll get some stuff going well i think our trip should be up through the central this time though because we did east last year um national league speaking of the central national league central who are you picking here? 
Chicago. What do you think the Brewers' odds of at least making the playoffs are? Uh, they are, I think the Brewers could win this division if their top three pitch like Cy Young level pitchers, which I wouldn't predict to happen, but it could happen because they've done it in the past. Um, I think the Cardinals obviously are the strongest team here. And the more I look at their roster, the more I feel that it's the best offense in the league. And it's one of the worst pitching staffs in the league or worst starting rotations in the league. Um, so that is. Encouraging and discouraging at the same time. The more I look at those two things, it's one's incredibly strong, the other's incredibly weak. Good bullpen, though. So, yeah, I think the Cardinals should take the division unless the Brewers do something spectacular. And there's like a 3% chance that the that the Cubs could do something incredible or the, the Cardinals and the Brewers could both fall, fall flat. But, yeah, I think, you know, what, 70% chance Cardinals, do we say, and then 25% Brewers? It would take, yeah. Yeah. Cody Bellinger's going to have to go off. But there's a lot of questions on the rest of that rotation too though he's the least of my concerns yeah if if the Brewers pitching staff doesn't perform because their bullpen is kind of shallow now without a hater. And if if the starting pitchers get injured in the same way they did last year, the Cubs could sneak past that because the offenses are pretty similar. And if the Cardinals' starting rotation just – I mean, Adam Wainwright's already on the IL. And if it just continues to go down like that, like the Cardinals' rotation has the past few years, and they don't make a move at the deadline, which they normally do make a move at the deadline for starting pitching. But if they didn't make a move for starting pitching at the deadline – then, yeah, you could see the Cubs slipping in, but I don't, like I said, 5%. It's not very likely. Most likely this one lies with the cards. National League West. Yeah. I think Diamondbacks finished third, Giants fourth. I think they're both around the same level. They're around that 500 mark, you know?
yeah. Just moving in opposite directions. I mean, Rockies, Rockies Nationals are not interesting at all. And the Cubs and Pirates are going to lose a lot of, or excuse me, the Reds and Pirates are also going to lose like a lot of games, but they're more interesting. But those four teams are, I would feel incredibly comfortable right now saying that none of those are going to make the playoffs. Nothing could happen to change that. Yeah, no. Super part, superstar power on the top of the top of the lineup. And it's a good lineup. One through nine, but like No, when you start going into the bench, you get what? Forty two year old Nelson Cruz and a bunch of guys who just are not trustworthy. Even more concerning for me than the offense is the pitching staff though. Like, you got – Joe Musgrove already dropped the weight on his foot, but I trust him more than anyone else. You got you Darvish and Blake Snell, which, like, are the two guys who, like, they could get you seven shutout innings any given day and strike out 15 hitters, but they could also give up seven runs in three innings. Or, like, with you Darvish, it's, like, four runs in five innings, and Blake Snell, it's, like, 15 runs in three innings on his bad day. But, like – it's incredibly inconsistent with those two. And then they got Michael Walker, who is decent. It's mid, is solid. But they're trying to turn uh, Nick Lopez and uh, who else is it? Seth Lugo. They're trying to turn two of their relievers into starting pitchers. And they're relying on those guys. It's not even like you know, a backup plan if somebody gets hurt as like a sixth starter. No, that's like their five, four or five. They're not even sure Waka fits in. I don't like that. They're good athletes. They'll figure it out. I'm not as worried about that. Yeah. 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 I did. All back to the pitching staff. The moving two relievers to the starting rotation that hurts your bullpen too. Like you had Josh Hader, Nick Martinez, and you know, loop down there, that's a decent bullpen, but you take out two big names, it's no longer a solid bullpen. It's just Josh, Josh Hader. Yeah. So I still think 
they're going to make the playoffs, but I can see that I can see how they wouldn't make the playoffs. I can see it going wrong. I can see the Brewers slipping in. Yeah. Yeah, so odds to win the division. Uh, how high would you lean Dodgers, though? Because they're not perfect either. And they're perfect on the pitching staff, so. Okay. Yeah. 65. I don't 70 seems high, but I'm almost at 70. Giants and D-backs. Um, I don't know that Giants or D-backs have a chance to win the division because I think one of the other two teams is going to be good enough, but I do think they may have a shot at the playoffs. I would give them each a, a shot at, at a wild card spot if Padres fall out and say something goes horribly wrong in the National League East, they can slip in. Um, yeah, Dodgers, I am comfortable. Six, I think 60% just because of the superstars in the Padres lineup, they're going to win games. So... There's a good chance that they could they could do something really good, but yeah, it's the Dodgers division to lose, like you said. Pitching staffs elite, starting pitchers they got so many young guys that can just step in and get up to the level. They're saying Dustin May just looks like if he can stay healthy, he's got like Degrom type stuff. I really want to see that, um, and he's there. He's looking like they're two right now. Like opening day, they got Urias starting, and day two they have May, which is kind of interesting with his deep and as good as they have in that rotation. And then the bullpen's really good too. So I don't have concerns with the Dodgers. I have concerns with the infield and utility and stuff, left field, but they have enough star power on the offense. I, I think they'll be all right. Yeah, I think it's the offensive numbers are going to fall off. And I don't think... They'll be the best team in baseball like they were last year. I think they'll drop from that. They they may even have trouble winning 100 games, honestly. Yeah. No. American League? Start in the East as we always do. I'll flip. I will flip Blue Jays and Orioles. Or excuse me, Blue Jays and Rays. 
All three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Rays pitching is incredible, and I a lot of people are more hyped up on their offense now, but I just still don't see how this offense is that much better than the offense they had last year. And the offense they had last year wasn't enough. So I know they can work their magic like they always do, and they got Wander Franco back for a full year, and they got – low back for a full year but I don't I don't want to doubt the Rays but I would knock their percentage down a good bit because of that um, and then it comes down to Blue Jays and Yankees and it's there's a lot of question marks with both of those teams and it's just which one lives up to the potential more And they finished hot, but it was a little too late to pull together too much. Um, I mean, I think it could it could work out either way. But starting pitching leans Yankees. Uh, bullpen is pretty even, and offense leans Blue Jays. But all of those things could flip. Yeah, it depends on what lineup the Yankees put. But that's the thing. Like, if the Yankees, I would say, have the better starting pitching, but if Barrios and Kikuchi just figured it out, then, then the Blue Jays have the better rotation. And if the Yankees management figured it out, then the Yankees may have a comparable offense. So it really just depends on how things sort out throughout the year, really. That makes this one hard. It's, it's so, like I said, coin flip between these two. Um, I personally want to lean... Blue Jays reason being is because it's not a management thing here with them. It is, it's Barrios and Kikuchi and you got Hinge and Ryu and they got some other young guys back there. I think this rotation can be all right. And the offense is going to be, I think it's one of the best offenses in the league. When you look at having an all-star at every position, it's going to be a long battle throughout the year. And it, it's not going to surprise me if the Yankees win, but I don't know if if they if they struggle to put out the right lineup and if one guy gets hurt then they're in trouble and the Blue Jays you know you had I think Vlad's going to bounce back a lot and I think um, Bo Bichette's going to be on for a full year and I think those two guys are going to propel it a lot farther this year. Yeah. Thank goodness.
Yeah, I think I'd go. I'd go forty Blue Jays, thirty-five Yankees, twenty-five Tampa for a division. And whichever Blue Jays, Yankees, whoever does not win the division will make the wild card. I do believe. I think Tampa also has a solid chance at a wild card spot. I honestly think. With the way it goes, with Tampa's consistency, I'm almost more confident of Tampa making a wild card spot than the team who doesn't win the division. Mm-hmm. Yep, like they slipped in with the last spot, you know, something like that. I see the same thing with the Yankees. If they struggle, I don't, you know. They're not just going to fall behind the Blue Jays. I think they're going to fall behind both teams, vice versa with the Blue Jays. So, yeah, that's my percentage there. I'm confident the Blue Jay, or that the Rays will make the playoffs. We'll see what we get into with the rest of these divisions. Central, how do you sort this one out? Yeah. Anytime you try to figure out what the White Sox are going to do, it's tougher than most people think. I have two. No farm system. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, White Sox, it could happen. It would have to go perfectly for them to get it back. And I don't see that happening. Like, Lucas Giolito, is he going to bounce back? Lucas Giolito is a guy who went from worst pitcher in the league to like a borderline Cy Young candidate. And they made all these commercials about how he bounced back from being the worst pitcher in the league and all this stuff. And then he went right back to being like the worst pitcher in the league again. I don't trust him to bounce back, honestly. Lance Lynn and Cease will be all right. Kopech, maybe. You don't know what you're going to get out of him. And Clevenger can't stay healthy. And they have no depth behind that. So I don't like that. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, I don't like behind the plate anymore. He's getting up there in age. You lose Jose Abreu. Like you couldn't even make the playoffs last year and you lose your best player. Don't even know what they got going on at second base. I think, but I think offensive pieces are going to bounce back and do better this year. Juan Moncada, I think he's going to bounce back. He had a bad season, but I think he's a, He's one of the better third basemen in the league. And you know, you can trust on you can trust in Tim Anderson. Andrew Benintendi's nice. Luis Roberts is great. Eloy Jimenez. I hope those guys can stay on the field and be good for a year. But I don't think that's enough to make them a playoff team or enough to win them this division. It just makes them competitive. And that's them at their best.
unless things just go horribly wrong, but I don't, we're going to get to it. The Guardians, I think, are incredibly consistent. So they're going to get better. I think the Twins have a lot of great things going for them. Yeah. I think this is a, a team you don't want to sleep on. I think a lot of people are putting them behind the White Sox even. But they, they were upper 10 in offense last year. And they were not so good in pitching, but they had a lot of pitching injuries. And then they got Pablo Lopez in a trade. So I think they made good improvements. You know, they're an Western improved team. I would give Guardians uh, a 60% and then Twins 40% maybe. Maybe 35 just to give the White Sox a little bit of love. No. And I think the starting rotation, I think, is really going to bounce back here. Let me pull it up. But they got Sonny Gray back, and he should be good for a full year, and he was not bad last year. Again, Pablo Lopez was added. Joe Ryan had an amazing year last year. He just had a little bit of in injury. Kenta Maeda is coming back. He's going to be healthy, and he's a great veteran presence. And then they have a, a plethora of names down there to fill out that number five spot. So both, the, the starting rotation is good. And then the bullpen got Johan Duran and Jorge Lopez down there, two of the best closers in the game. Maybe lack a little bit of depth in the bullpen, but like the, the eighth and ninth inning are not going anywhere. So, but the Guardians, though, I think Guardians take it, like you said. Young, uh, just the starting rotation is good. The bullpen is amazing. And they've evened out the offense. They added Josh Bell. It's nice, you know, and that's. It's, they're another year older. You get to see Oscar, Oscar Gonzalez and Stephen Kwan for another full year. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, it's another, it's another one we got to see when we travel up to the Central. Uh, AL West. Said Angels. Everybody's sleeping on the Angels. Texas. This def Oakland could be the worst team in the league. And like everyone's confirmed that Oakland's going to be the worst team in the league. Yeah. I mean, when you're a bad team, you're a bad team. I don't know what really differentiates, but yeah, they got nothing there. Um, 
Yeah. What is where what are the Rangers odds? For playoffs and I don't really think they have much of a chance for the division, but for playoffs. If they get if the youth pitching comes up, I think they could, but it's not going to be here at the start of the year. And if they get up, if they don't have it at the start of the year, the record's not going to be good enough to compete for the division. So it would be a late season push. It would be a Baltimore Orioles type of push. Like you don't really have a chance, but you're going to show that you're actually kind of close. So I think that's where they're going to come in. Seattle. I think Seattle is almost a lock to make the playoffs just because of how consistent we know this team. Like we know what this team is. It's, it's veteran. Like I'm not concerned with what I'm going to get out of them. I don't think I can get enough to get past the Astros by any means, but I think they're, they're good enough to, make the playoffs. They're solid. The floor is too high for them to miss. And the floor and the ceiling are two way different things. I think a lot of, a lot of betting odds have them finishing like below 500 and stuff or like around there just battling with that. And I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, the Angels do this every year. I, I refuse to get hype about the Angels. The Angels every year have a good offense and have a lot of money poured in, but they never have prospect depth and they never have pitching. They have that now. So if they've solved the problems that always kill them, then why should we not have confidence in them? I don't, I don't understand why you wouldn't get hyped for this, honestly. Well, you wouldn't get hyped for a rotation with Shoei Otani, Tyler Anderson, and then a couple, you know, 26, 24-year-olds and Patrick Sandoval, Jose Suarez, Reed Detmers, you know, stuff like that. I would be incredibly excited. They have a really good bullpen. We walked through it last week. They can compete with the Astros. I, The odds of them beating out the Astros are not good, but they're better than the Mariners. And I think, I personally think this is the Phillies of last year. I say they make a wild card spot. Um, but I'll give. Yeah. But the talent of the roster and Jose Altuve being out for a couple weeks, I do want to give this team a little bit of a chance to win the division. Maybe like, I don't know. What's the highest percent we've given? Like the Cardinals, what did we give them? 30, 70%? You gave. No, I think I said, I think you said 65, I said 60, if I remember right now. But yeah, Astros got to have more than that. So we'll give Astros 70 or 80. Wow. 70, 20 for Angels and 10 for Seattle.
yeah. They don't have to play him as many times this year. They don't play the Astros as much this year, so it, it could happen. I a lot of people are super hype on this team, though. I've seen World Series predictions for them and stuff, and I don't see it. It's a really solid team, and there's not a lot of holes, but there's not a lot of amazing either. Yeah, your worst hitter is J.P. Crawford, who's like a good hitter, but... Who's your second best behind Julio? Teoscar Hernandez? He was like the fourth best hitter on the team he just came from, right? Uh, I don't like that. You know, Ty France, he's like a borderline top 10 first baseman. He should not be your second or third best hitter. I love Ty France, but yeah, that's where I go with that. So those are our percentages. Let's get over to our uh, award predictions update these before the season starts al manager of the year know what you got i think we both are changing this okay i can go if you need if you need a minute okay so we had bruce bochi at least i had bruce bochi um, but if, if I don't have the mayor, if I don't have the Rangers having a shot to win the division, really, I don't think he's gonna, he's gonna win anything. They would have to make a solid playoff spot for him to win this award. And I didn't predict that happening. So the team that I did predict kind of surprised people is the angels. And so it makes sense for me to go with Phil Nevin. That could happen. Um, but Terry Francona is always in this conversation, is he not? Okay. Yeah. I'll go with Phil Nevin for the for the Angels manager just because I'm predicting them to have such a successful season and if they actually have the successful season that I'm predicting then he's going to win it. I'm going like curveballs down this whole thing. I'm not going to lie. I We went for a lot of favorites when we did this a while back, but now I'm sitting here and I just want a bunch of underdogs to do great things. And that's kind of what I'm going to change on my picks to not at this point. It may work out terribly wrong, but if I get it right, I'm going to be the only one to get it right. And it's just what I want to happen. Okay. You're not changing NL manager of the year? I am not changing my NL manager of the year because Rob Thompson uh, in Philly, if I 
also predict Philly is going to have a decent chance to win this division, then I think he should do it. I think he's well, very well deserving of a full-time job. You know, he stepped in halfway through last season. It's his first full year as a manager, and I'm really excited to see what he can do. And a lot of people think this is the third best team in the division, albeit an amazingly good team. If they win the division, I think that that gives them a lot. David Ross. Oh, yeah. My guy. I think that could. I think that's got a good chance. I think some good things are going to happen there in Miami. Um, American League, Cy Young. This is where I start changing drastically. Uh, American League Cy Young, this is, I guess, a pick just to go along with my fantasy and what I've been saying, uh, what I've been drafting in my fantasy leagues and what I've been uh, just telling people about and my top 10 starting pitchers list. I'm going with uh, Christian Javier, which is interesting because he's not even the Astros ace as of right now. But he's so young, was so good last year. He had, if he had qualified, he didn't have enough innings to qualify. If he had qualified, he would have given up the fewest hits per nine innings. Which is kind of important, you know. It's kind of the whole goal of pitching. Yeah. That's still good. There are a lot of people saying that his... uh Expected stats and stuff are not good, and he should be due for like a regression. Like his numbers should move in the wrong direction. But a lot of people are also saying don't buy into that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, honestly, with what he's been doing recently, yeah, I don't know if his numbers can continue to move upward, but he's still going to be great. Yeah, very true. Uh, National League Cy Young, I would like to stick with Zach Gallon, and I would also like to go with uh, Zach Wheeler. Uh, but Zach Wheeler's team doesn't trust him as an ace. They think Noel is their number one. Zach Gallon, love him, but I'd, I want I to mix it up. I want to go with Spencer Strider. I think Spencer Strider can be more dominant. Again, if he had qualified, he would have also been near the league lead in hits per nine, and he would have had the highest strikeouts per nine. So, those, again, the two most important things as a pitcher, strike guys out and don't give up hits. Okay. Very solid pick. Very solid pick. Yeah, so the American League Cy Young, I went with Grayson Rodriguez. Excuse me, American League Rookie of the Year, I said Cy Young. 
Grayson Rodriguez. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez did not make the opening day roster. He did not do well in spring training. He was getting absolutely destroyed. Uh, so I am going to change that. But to what is the big question? Gunnar Henderson is the safe pick, but I haven't been doing safe picks. But I honestly don't even know where else to go with this. Volpe, he could do really well. Uh, outside of that, I really don't know what to go with. I don't know what other good rookies the American League is going to have to offer. Maybe I haven't been doing enough research on this, but I mean, Tristan Casas, I'm not a big fan of his. Um, a lot of the good rookies are going to be coming up in the National League, I think. And so for that reason, I have to go, which is the top prospect in baseball, Gunnar Henderson. National League Rookie of the Year. Are you going to change this one? Yeah. He is everyone's favorite to win this award. Everyone seems to know about him now. And everyone seems to be high on him now. Which I am totally on board with. I mean, we put him way up there in our, I think it was left field rankings. We're totally in on this guy. Um, But I want to change it up. Yuri Perez was an option. Uh, he does not look great right now. Don't even think he's starting the league in the MLB, but I'm sure he'll get pulled up here soon. Francisco Alvarez. I've never been that high on him. I think he's going to be a solid catcher. I don't know if he's got the most star potential in him. But Jordan Walker stole my heart this spring. Obviously, as a Cardinals fan, my bias is coming out now. But I, I did not think he was going to be starting the year in the MLB. I kind of thought... He may get called up halfway through the year. He may come up next year, and he'd be my rookie of the year pick next year. Uh, but he is ready to go now. He was lighting it on fire in spring training. I think he can carry that heat in. He basically made it to where the team had to bring him. Like, nobody really thought he was going to make the opening day of Austria, and then he just did. So he's on fire right now. He is, I mean, they're saying he is, uh, what's his name? He's a J-Rod star. He's just, you know, he looks like Julio Rodriguez. He's a big guy, flashy outfielder, great athlete. So we'll see what we get out of him. It's my long shot. It's not as solid as Corbin Carroll, but because he's, you know, 20 years old. And he wasn't expected to make the MLB this season. It may not work out, but I, it's just, if it works out, he's going to be a star. If it doesn't work out, he'll be a star two years from now. MVP, American League. I uh, am mildly thinking about stealing your pick, but I will not. I'm going to stick with mine.
with Jose Ramirez. I think he's going to light it on fire for Cleveland again if they are going to win this division. I think, you know, it was kind of a down year for him and they still won the division. So I think he's going to light it on fire this year. He's going to bounce back. It's almost too easy to go with Shohei. I feel like with Shohei, if he's just a top 10 pitcher and a top 10 hitter, he's, a, he's the MVP. He doesn't even have to be the best of either one. And he can very easily be the best in both. And if nobody else does anything extraordinary, then he doesn't even have to do as much as that. So that would be an easy pick. But going with our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. National League MVP, I was at dinner and I was talking to a guy and I was seriously debating switching to Juan Soto. But I see that you have Juan Soto picked, right? Oh. I forgot that I had picked Austin Riley. I thought I picked, I honestly thought I had picked Soto or like Mookie or something. Yeah, I do really like Austin Riley. I think he's going to have a great year. I did predict the Braves wouldn't win at all, though. I also predicted the Padres wouldn't go that far. So I, I'm going to keep Austin Riley, I think. Oh, I forgot about your Bounce back year for him. Oh, that may take it away from Austin Riley with him being fully back. I picked, uh, I picked Turner last year, and if you know anything about me and my predictions, I am the classic one-year early guy. I was one year early on the Atlanta Falcons back in the day, one year early on the Seahawks back in the day, one year early on the Brewers winning the National League Central when they did it one year, one year early on the White Sox winning the AL Central one year. The point is... I see things coming down the pipeline, but I can't always predict when they're going to come. So this would not surprise me at all if Trey Turner won the MVP this year. That's the point. But I don't want to pick him two years in a row. So I'm sticking with Austin Riley. Already to an amazing start.
Okay. World Series prediction. Are you changing yours? Yeah, I'm changing mine. Well, I'm changing because I had Yankees um, losing to the Braves. And I'm changing the Yankees to the Angels. I'm going all the way with the Angel thing. I think they're going to come through the wild card. I think they're going to pull a Philly of, Philly of last year. Uh, but I haven't decided who's going to win it all coming from the National League yet. I want to say Braves or Phillies. Yeah. Just like Philly last year. I like Philly more than the Braves now, honestly. I think the Braves are set up better long-term, but I think Philly this year, but they lost Reese Hoskins. How big is that? I think they go out at the deadline and get a first baseman, though. Maybe they'll be all right. Did I predict Philly would lose? Uh, would win the World Series last year? I believe I had Philly versus Toronto. Who did? Yeah, it was Philly's Toronto, but I don't remember who I had winning. I had Toronto winning. Okay. Okay. Well, I have Angels lose to Philly. I don't know if I'm picking Philly to win it two years in a row, but they got me pretty close last year. Again, Houston would make total sense, but if we're just going with our heart and making interesting calls and what we actually think could happen, then yeah, don't go with the Astros. Everybody's picking the Astros. Everybody in their right mind would pick the Astros, but it's too easy. Oh, yeah. Even that's not easy, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I predicted Philly's going back-to-back. -back. I mean, we're technically both predicting Philly at least going to the World Series back-to-back -back years, but that's not as special as winning it back-to-back. -back. All right. I like what we have here. I, I agree with all your picks. I can see them perfectly. I like my picks now. Uh, picking with the heart a little bit more. What we hope is going to happen. I like it. Opening day is on Thursday. I was going to say two days from now, but depending on when people are listening to this.
Yeah, not many games are uh, nationally televised, which is kind of annoying. ESPN has Houston and uh, Chicago. And that's it. I think there's MLB Network has a free day, or MLB TV has a free game of the day. It's not even the one that I want to watch. I really want to watch uh, Philly and uh, the Rangers. Because I want to see, I want to see the Groms debut. And I want to see Philly without Hoskins and Harper. So, that's what I'm looking for. Make sure to check out our uh, TikTok and our Instagram. I think when the regular season hits, we have I have the Dodgers season preview to put out. It's the last one. Uh, regular season, what I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do uh, basically a game of the day. I'm going to kind of like preview the game that I'm most excited for and then review yesterday's game that I was most excited for. Just kind of a quick, like, oh, I thought this was really cool. This is my one takeaway from last yesterday's game. And here's what I'm trying to find in tomorrow's game. That type of stuff. So. That said, that'll be, I guess I'll be recording in the morning, posting in the morning, and just trying to get stuff done before the game's hit a couple hours later. So it'll be a quick turnaround, so make sure you're keeping up with that. Make sure you're following so you get it as soon as it comes out. Because you don't want to get those videos two days after they come out. Tell me how wrong I am about the game. Because goodness knows if I'm doing every game, I'm going to be wrong a lot. Yeah, I've messed up the Rockies. Yep. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys in the next episode.